edition of the West Coast Preps Podcast. I am Chris Jackson, joined here by, looks like, Warriors draft prospect Gregory Moreland's tuned with us out, but he's got the blue shoes, the blue Warriors shorts, and he's got the Warriors lawn sleeve shirt. You getting ready for a draft workout right now or something? I wish. I got the Kobe's on. You know, I got to represent Kobe for the Lakers winning the championship. It's the only reason I'm happy that they won. Uh, other than that, that was a very sad night. Um, yeah, no, I'm ready. Warriors, I have a workout with Joe Lacob later, actually. You do? Are you, are you ready for this? Oh, I was born ready. I haven't heard your name on any draft things, any draft board. Nobody's ever heard of you. <laughs> I'm a sleeper. Did you just start your basketball <laughs> career? No, I started uh, about fifth grade at uh, St. Michael's. Yeah. And were you any good? I'm like a stretch four. I'm like a Draymond Green type back then. Um, I'd say I'm more of a... I'm a mix between Steph Curry and LeBron James now. <laughs> no, no, you are not. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> He's not coming for Steph Curry's job with Golden State, Steph. Do you know no, I'm, I'm not coming for his job. You can come for Jordan Poole's if you want. I'm, no, I was going for Andrew Wiggins. I, I play that like mix between... Uh, I'm like the third guard, you know. But can play and guard all the small forwards like the Browns. Making a year like fifty-five million, fifty-five uh, billion, something like that. Making a lot of money. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that much. See, I take pay cuts. I'm there for the team. Like Kevin Durant taking those pay cuts. Yeah, after Kevin Durant's game. a snake. And Kevin Durant helped to win them yeah. two titles. He was our snake. Now he's Brooklyn snake. Maybe he won them two. He's titles. also a cupcake. So what isn't he? He's not a good teammate. You know what? People have a lot of problems with KD joining the team as a free agent, but nobody's going to criticize Anthony Davis for forcing a trade out of New Orleans. Yeah, or that LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami and join a super team. Or formed a super team in Cleveland. LeBron started the super team, bro. As Draymond said. He kind of did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, the Celtics had their big three. But that was also... traded for it. For trades, it was kind of their last run for all those guys. It was one of those things. Um, Yeah, no, LeBron started it. And now people hate on it. That, why do you hate on free agency? That's the whole point it's of free agency. It's amazing how much the narrative changes. Especially free agency, it's your choice to do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Join, join the team that just won 73 games. I don't care. I mean, and I don't get why the people hate the Warriors. Like, you're going to say no to having KD join your team? Yeah. Like, would, would you, you ever say no? Say, yeah. Well, no, I don't want you. Yeah, Kevin Durant wants to join you and you're not okay with that? Yeah. Then somehow it's a weakness for Steph to want to have Kevin Durant come in. Right, that's, I mean... That's very low ego. Yeah, I think let's let's talk about high school and then we'll get back to this topic later on in our normal rant section that we have at the end of the podcast. Yeah, because free agency is crazy. I think is the perfect way to say it. What was that? I wanted to do a high pitch voice. That was weird. Don't do that again, please. Voice kind of cracked as I. Week one matchups have been scheduled, Chris. Well, the other ones were already scheduled, but this other one's newly scheduled De La Salle St. John Bosco is coming week one we all know De La Salle was going to play Houston North Shore I know we talked about that a couple of months ago was that game was just ultimately cancelled because of scheduling conflicts TV kind of pulling the plug on that game everything and obviously Texas is playing right now California is not going to play until the spring but you know what even though De La Salle now can't play the two time defending 6A champions in the state of Texas North Shore who's been a top five team in nationally these last few years winning the top classification in Texas like they have with all their talent. Instead, hey, no North Shore, but you know what? 
defending state champs are going to be coming right back to you from California. A rematch of that state championship game, open division last year when St. Bo John Bosco won 49-28 with DJ Uyangalele. Yes, I said his name right. I've heard it many times. I've tried that. He is now the backup quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. He's, he's going to be in college for three years. It's a quick stint, and then he's out. He's going to be in the NFL. That's how good he is. De La Salle lost that game, and Bosco was the defending. They were the national champs by Max Preps last season, and the number two team was, of course, a team from their own league, Modern Day. Kind of wild how that all unfolds. It's kind of ridiculous how loaded the Trinity League is. Yeah. Uh, California sports in general, just insane. California over Texas, making that determination right now. Wish we could have had De La Salle North Shore to determine that a little bit. That yeah. would have been kind of fun. That would have been but fun. You know what? We just get De La Salle Bosco instead, which is a very good consolation prize. These teams have met a lot in recent years in state championship games. Bosco won last year 49-28. Go back to 2016, Bosco won 56-33. 2013, Bosco won 20-14. Is this the year that De La Salle can finally get back at Bosco? It's been a while since they've had the chance to beat them. Now it's a week one matchup here. Bosco's breaking in a new quarterback, but even though they lose DJ Ongalele, look at how many players they have come back. 24 players with FBS offers return. They've got a top 100 receiver. Number 75 player in the 2021 class, wide receiver Bo Collins. Has an LSU kind of name to him, even though he's going to Clemson. as a <laughs> commit right there. they got a USC commit at linebacker. He's a top 150 player in his class. Another USC commit, a Kansas commit, a couple of UNLV commits. It's going to be tough. Wow. Um, that's insane. Uh, how do you have that much talent on one team in high school? Yeah, they, they had a um, point last year, the state championship game going into it. They had 30-plus guys with FBS offers, and they had to correct it mid-broadcast because another guy got offered earlier that day. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Just just throw one more in there. What's what's the difference? Everybody wants to go play for a Bosco and Modern Day down there, get a yeah. lot of transfers going in there. Can see why with all their success, all these players they've got, but it's not like De La Salle doesn't have talent either. De La Salle's got plenty of talent. They also got Dorian Hale, Sacramento State. Uh, you got Lou. I'm gonna mess up names. I I should not say Lou names. There. Thank you, thank you for uh, correcting me because I was gonna mess that up. You didn't up. even say it, so because okay. I didn't want to. I'll just say Lou. He's going to Cal, correct? Yes, he's going to Cal. Thank Good two-way guy, Dorian Hale. Over 2,000 passing yards, seven touchdowns, and only three picks. And don't forget, Dale Sal, a lot of those games over by halftime. Backups coming in late in that game. And he still put up really good numbers in that run-heavy veer scheme that Dale Sal's run for decades. Also almost 600 rushing yards, those six rushing touchdowns. So there, there's talent on both sides of the ball. It's going to be a good game. Uh, hard to match up with Bosco's talent just because there's – Probably no team in the country with that much Division One talent on your roster. Yeah, no, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good game, but Bosco just has an insane amount of talent right now. It's going to be interesting though because De La Salle also is going to lose to Pitt, I believe, the GMT guarantee. Remember, so is De La Salle going to lose multiple games this year? They lost multiple games last year. They lost one regular season game and the state championship. Okay, I just. Back-to-back -back years of Dale losing multiple games, that doesn't make sense. It's know? also because when you look at that, whenever Dale South loses that non-league game, it's usually a very premier out-of-state team, usually is what happens. A yes. team from Florida, a team from Texas, whomever it is. This time, it's a team from Southern California, but you may as well call St. John Bosco a college team. Yeah, they look like a they could probably compete in FCS, FBS teams, honestly. Yeah, when you've got 24. 
more than 24 guys with FBS offers. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Alabama, who? Yeah, who's Nick Saban? Never heard of him. But, so what's your early prediction for this game? My early prediction for this game, the way too early prediction, Bosco's going to win. That's just too much talent. De La Salle's going to put up a fight, though. De La Salle obviously has an incredibly talented team. They're always good. It's been, how long has it been? 28 years since they've lost a NorCal team or something like that? Yeah. I mean, just insane amount of talent. They consistently do it every year. Um, So I'm not going to count out De La Salle at all. Never would. But Bosco, I think, is going to end up taking this one. They just have way too much talent on that field. Yeah, I think De La Salle, what's going to help them is just that quarterback experience, Dorian Hale being a multi-year starter. Bosco breaking in a new quarterback, but there's so much around him. De La Salle's going to keep it close for a while, but 42-28 Bosco. It's just Bosco's style, and that system just moves so fast. I think it's going to be a little closer. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 28-24. I think it would be a little lower scoring than what you think, but I think it will be a close game to the end. Um, and... I think De La Salle might have a chance at the end for sure, but Bosco's going to come up in the end. Just there's too much too much talent on that field. I don't know how any team competes with that much with that kind of roster. I know North Shore was unbelievable when you two time defending state champs in Texas at six A, but even they don't have that. Nobody does. No. It, it, these last two years of Bosco, I've honestly never seen rosters quite like theirs. No modern day when they had JT Daniels when they beat Dale in the state championship a few years ago had some guys. They had a loaded roster, but what Bosco's had these last two years is unprecedented. Yeah, 24 players that FBS offers. I mean, you can't – it's hard to compete with that, honestly. I mean, that's the entire, like, starting 11 on both sides of the ball with backups having yeah. Yeah. those you, FBS offers. That's that's the full roster with two backups right there. Imagine being in a situation where your backup at multiple spots is an FBS guy. I, I That doesn't make sense to me. Like, how does that work? Like – is it is it just because of the system? Like, how do these guys get offers? I know they're talented, obviously, but it's like that's that's just insane. It, it doesn't. How do you get that many kids at one school? Trinity League football is all I can say. Them and Modern Day and those schools. Servites had some guys throughout the years. I mean, there's a few years ago, Orange Lutheran was what four and six, two and eight, something like that, and they were a top three hundred team in the country. Yeah. Put up over fourteen thousand schools with that record. That shows you how good it is. Yeah. And they had. 10-plus Division One guys on their roster. You go up and down that league, I think. We should count how many FPS offers are just in that league alone for football. Um, 355. I think that's low ball. I think it's at least 500. Yeah, I think I think we got to do the <laughs> math on this. That is easily the best league in the country. Hands down, it's not even close either. Yeah, that's very true. And it, honestly, E-ball is not bad, though. I mean, if you put the talent, they're not quite trinity but if you put e-ball up there it's not like e-ball is one of the best leagues in california for sure e-ball is a top 10 league in california b-ball is as well where pitt is yes. we got some good ones obviously west catholic athletic league with bellerman sarah st francis valley christian all those guys as well trinity league is just one of those leagues where the talent level of all those schools and obviously with the la region being bigger orange county being bigger there's a bigger influx of talent you can get to those schools and a lot of kids want to transfer in there after a couple of years they want to just boost their profiles even more you go to modern day or bosco you do well there your profile is well you're, you're pretty much set 100 percent um and there are also a couple other big week one matchups coming up this year pittsburgh versus sarah 
San Leandro versus Cardinal Newman, and Los Gatos versus Oak Grove. Yeah, we got your number one team in the Bay Area. That's right. The GMT guaranteed Pittsburgh against Sarah is a huge matchup. One of the best matchups in the state week one as well. Because Sarah last year, 13-2, and two, played for a state championship game, runners-up, hit 11-2, and two, won its second b-ball crown in the last three years. Just to not win NCS because you know why? De La Salle in there as, as well. The last time these two played each other, though, Sarah won it pretty handily, 58-21. to 21. A lot of talent in this game, too. A lot of good talent coming into Pitt as well because we know, obviously, their offensive lineman, Ryan Lange, committed to Cal over the summer. And you got those quarterbacks coming in with Eli Burkhandler from Whitney High School moving in from the Rockland area to now Pittsburgh. Jaden Rashada going from Liberty to IMG Academy back out to this region and now being at Pittsburgh as a four- or five-star quarterback. All this talent on both rosters. That's going to be a fun week one game. Pittsburgh sounds like a number one team to me. What do you think? De La Salle hasn't lost to a NorCal team in like three decades. Wow, okay. That's that's going to change this year. GMT guarantee. I've been pretty good with my GMT guarantees. I've been pretty good. Had a, had a couple of people tell me that you're getting a little carried away with this one. With this one? I don't know. In, in, I, don't, I really in, don't think I am. In, there's no, nothing wrong with Pitt losing to, this, to De La Salle. I no. just want to say that Pitt's freaking loaded. And, and now with obviously the NCS playoff things kind of changing a little bit, it might be even better for a Pittsburgh too because I think Pitt's a team that could honestly win a state title at a lot of levels. I think with that much talent, if you have your pick of the litter quarterback spot like that, all the athletes they've had come in, this young talent they've got, they'll put up a fight against Dale Sal, like I said, a month ago whenever we did that podcast. It feels like it, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time. Time's flying by fast. But Pitts there is going to be a good one. I'm, I have a feeling you're going to pick Pitts and win that one. Oh, GMT guarantee. They're going undefeated this year. I think, you know, I know Sarah beat them pretty good last year, the last time these last two year. met. But I think Pitt will actually get the W in that matchup. All right, fair enough. Especially with just the way Pittsburgh I got think, it going. I think you're year. slowly coming to the fact that Pittsburgh's going to be number one. No, Dale Salle's number one. Should we do a, a poll on this? I think... Yeah, well, I think we should do a poll. I yeah. think we should. So, I mean, honestly, I, the top three teams are probably Dale Salle, Pitt, and Sarah. In some order, some form. You could really flip-flop some of those numbers, too, and it's pretty even some of these guys as well. Pitt, Sarah's a pretty even matchup. I would not be surprised if that game came down to the last two possessions. No, for sure. That's going to come down to the fourth quarter into the final couple minutes in that game. Yeah, we got a lot of good games to choose from this week. It'll be interesting to see who wins game of the week this week as well. That week as well to open up the, I guess, now 2021 season. I'm still not used to saying that. Yeah. But then we've got San Leandro Cardinal Newman. San Leandro obviously has got DJ Bryant, the San Diego State commit quarterback. You put him anywhere on the field, that guy's going to excel. and do great things. And then Cardinal Newman defending state champions. They've got some guys. Carl Newman's always a great football program. So is San Leandro as well. And then you've got Los Gatos versus Oak Grove. Rematch of the CCS championship game last season, which Los Gatos won 21 to nothing. Oak Grove's got some talent coming back. Their quarterback, Jesse Miller, hurt a little bit last season, but healthy near the end. Top receiver comes back. Three players with at least seven stops in the backfield are back as well. The Los Gatos obviously has a lot of talent when you've got a 1,200-yard rusher in Adam Garwood, and then Notre Dame linebacker commit Will Schweitzer. You've got some good ones. 
in week one. Yep. And those are just a few of the big but ones we've got. That's only four games out of. And those, know, the, and those are the cream of the crop ones, I think you can say. And there's some really good ones as well behind those one. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun one to choose which ones we go to that week. Yes. We might not know that until Friday morning. <laughs> to be honest with you, seeing how this goes when you've got Pitt, Sarah, Bosco, De La, San Leandro, Cardinal, Newman, Los Gatos, Oak Grove, and all these other matchups coming through the Bay Area the week one. Hard to kind of beat that. Oh, that's for sure. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun week one. That's for sure. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see January eighth. I believe is right. Is that that the first week one. That's an interesting week one for uh, high school football, but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna put a different sort of atmosphere into the game too. And you'll be playing in the dead of the winter. Not that California really has a winter no, per people se. People out here act like there is a winter. I was freezing the other night, man. Over there, the giant skills. I was freezing. It's because you weren't prepared properly. Uh, you're right. I wasn't. Put over a pullover, and you thought it was gonna be all good. No. Yeah, well. I haven't got the West Coast Preps jackets yet. They're, those are on the way. Those are so. those will be good, too. Yes. Can't wait for those to come in. Also, shirts did come in, by the way, too, which we can start sending those out to people here soon, FYI. I know a lot of people ordered short shirts. I know people are excited about that, too, so those came in finally. That'll be big to give to people. But before we move on to recruiting stuff, Greg, you want to make any other, I guess, guarantees for week one? I know we've got no, plenty of time, but yeah, you want to make any more picks? I know you got Pitt, Sarah, but there's... These other ones, I think you got to make some picks with them, too. I think I'm going to hold off on making picks. The GMT guarantee can't be that far in advance because so much can change. You're asking me but to make But didn't a... she make the GMT guarantee with Pitt? That's a different one because that's literally a guarantee. Like I, it's, that's but that's the easiest still guarantee. so far away. That's the easiest guarantee I've made in my life. Easier than the Devon Elkis one. Easier? Yes. Wow. Okay. Greg is really... Really feeling good about this. One. I feel confident about Pittsburgh. If if I were Pitt, I would not. And people saying to this. that I'm too early on this, then don't join the bad bandwagon in week five. I don't think Pitt should listen to this. I think no. I, I think Pitt needs to just get some more motivation. If you want to trash Pitt, to give them some motivation in the locker room. I'm not going to trash. I'm not going to trash high school. Give them kids. some bulletin board material. I ain't trashing no high school kids, Chris. You I don't know what you're trying to. You got you to give them bulletin board material. Just saying they're number two. I am a marketing director. I know how to do PR a little bit, um, and that's not good PR. Just start trashing high school kids. Could go wrong. <laughs> Nothing, right? Nothing. I think quite a bit could go wrong. Even though our motto is for the kids, <laughs> you know. Right. It's yeah. Go against the brand for a day. I'm just kidding. Pittsburgh is a really good program. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows the way we feel about them, but Bay Area recruiting news, we got some big news this past week as well. Big basketball commitment going to Cal, staying close to home in Berkeley, Bishop Odad senior guard Marsalis Roberson, top 100 player in the 2021 class. He's got a really good resume, and his past season there at Odad was a really good one. Just another great one coming out of that Bishop Odad program here these last few years. Yeah, it seems... Uh to be a common theme with O'Dad basketball right now. Undefeated record in the league, NCS champion over Dublin. Um, they just continually to put out good basketball players and hopefully the hopefully Cal's basketball program will start turning around. I think they've been starting to improve a little bit here and there. And hopefully they can turn around because it'd be nice to, to have Cal basketball be a, a premier program. Yeah, it's been a while. They just had some issues kind of running the program. Coaching, recruiting kind of fell flat a little bit after the Ivan Bra- Ivan Rab, Jalen Brown era. Then once they changed coaching staffs and all that, but now they got former Georgia coach there. It looks like 
didn't take long for that staff to really just bring in a kid locally from O'Dowd, staying close to home. Another O'Dowd guy actually staying close to home, too, playing for Cal. Because Ivan Rapp went there from O'Dowd a few years ago. Obviously now went to the league, playing professionally. Paris Austin was another O'Dowd guy. Another guard in that 2015 state title team. That first one's at Boise State, then transferred into Cal. Got his degree from Cal as well. So you've got some stuff there. And Roberson picked Cal over a top four that had also Cincinnati, who's had a lot of basketball success, formerly under Mick Cronin, who's now at UCLA. Stanford, then UC Santa Barbara. So it's going to be exciting to see what another O'Dowd guy does at Cal and see another O'Dowd guy just absolutely dominate right here in the Bay Area, right on this home turf. And then another guy we've talked about a lot, a guy that's had a massive offseason this time in football, Austin Flax, a guy that Greg did call out here on the first podcast. I did. But that was a mistake. Yeah, he, no, that was a huge mistake. Yeah. Um, I got scared. There's no way I could guard him. Just, you know, straight up, there's no way. Yeah, I think a guy that's got 12 offers. His 12th offer just came this week from Stetson. Not long after Drake's offered him the last few weeks. Idaho State offered him not too long after that exclusive speed barrier top 100 showcase when he was offensive MVP and just made a lot of people look silly with his moves. He's got a, he's got that extensive offer list, as you've seen. He's got a really good resume, too. He's a guy that's really done it all, and his 2019 numbers really speak for itself there as well. They really do. 42 catches, 849 receiving yards, 9 touchdowns, also 3 interceptions, and he had 330 kick return yards, and then also was the punter, had 25 punts for a total of 700, 790 yards. Pretty impressive numbers. Does Austin doing it on. ever get sleep? Do you ever get any time to rest, relax? It, yeah, he gets his full eight hours every night. I don't know That's if he does. Sure. Just with how much he's you see competing. how much he does on the field, there's a, he's for sure getting eight hours after after those games. I think Austin Flax just runs on energy. Yeah, that's true. He's, I mean, he's he, great in track too. See what all he's doing great in seven on seven stuff. The showcasing, he's been dominating. And another guy that's really had a big off season too. Vacaville Christians, Jerome Leaks, another guy we've really been impressed by this off season. Seeing him. Not only on the field, but off the field, a lot of high character as well. I know that we've talked about with his leadership. We've talked about it, yeah. He is by far one of my favorite players um, right now. And got the latest offer, Laverne, on Thursday. Other offers include UC Davis, Pacific, and Whittier. And his 2019 stats were 395 receiving yards, four touchdowns. And on the defensive side, he had 40 tackles and an interception and a fumble recovery. Not bad. Especially, I know he missed a few games. I don't know how many games for sure, but not bad. He's definitely a talented uh, receiver. No, he screams Division One. He's just got, when, when you watch he's him, got yeah. the frame. And, you know, I still can't get over just watching him at the Top 100 Showcase there in September on his home turf with him and Eli Brickhandler. They were just – there was not a single soul on that field that was going to stop that chemistry. Yeah, and now they both have an offer to Laverne, right? Yeah, they do. Now can they so, both go to Laverne together? So maybe we can have a connection there, Eli and Duran, in college. That would be fun. I, yeah. Right I after know. right after Eli wins the state championship with Pitt, and then they form together and go win a national championship in college. Looks like we'll have a lot of games to stream at Laverne. Yes. Watching Eli just throw touchdown passes left and right to Jerron. And then another guy that we've also seen this offseason, an MVP at the second exclusive speed barrier top under showcase at the DB spot, Skylar Thomas, the Sam Smith legend. Mr. Coach Eric Washington yes, Jr. Yes, I know. He was just mentioned on the last podcast with Mr. Coach Eric Washington Jr. with some other interesting guys he coaches. Also, by the way, check that podcast out if you want to hear Jalen Moss. If you want to see him crying from uh, laughter, um, 
but it's the sum of Eric's oh, so incredible athletes, but their characters. Also, oh, who's allergic to fruit? Uh, a five star that's going to Oregon. I've never ever met someone heard of someone that's allergic to fruit in my entire well, life. Well, apparently, if you want to be a five star going to Oregon, you gotta be allergic to fruit. It's weird. It's worked out for these guys. Weird, yeah. weird how that happens. You just flaming hot Cheetos all day, <laughs> and no fruit, and you're a five star number one receiver in your class. But whatever. Skylar <laughs> Thomas with the Sam Smith love is one of the top defensive backs in his class as well. I know he dealt with an injury last season, didn't get to play much, but that hasn't really held his recruiting process in check at all because we've seen UC Davis just offered, and that joins the likes of some really other good Division One offers that he's got as well. Also, Northern Arizona and UNLV to top off his three offers, all D1. And he's just... Every time you see him at a showcase, he's always in the perfect position. He always knows exactly what he's doing. His form is perfect, and no one really makes catches on him. There was one catch I think I've seen made on him, and it was Mickey Stokes, yeah, that was and the he only just catch. mossed him. That was and the only catch I've ever seen. I was at Best Coast, and everyone was like, there's not much you can do about no. that. Sometimes you play perfect defense, and you just say, good job. And, and you look at Mickey's frame, how tall he is, it's just one of those things. Yeah, for sure. So, Skyler Thomas, he's going to do good things. I hope he has a big year this year, and hopefully uh, maybe he gets a couple more offers and Maybe a, a Power 5 offer with a big season this year. That Menlo Atherton secondary is stacked, by the way. That, that's a lockdown secondary they've got up there. Jeremiah Irby, you've got Skylar Thomas, those guys. It's it's going to be tough for opposing quarterbacks and receivers to get by them. Yeah, maybe just run the ball. If I was a quarterback, I'd hand the ball off about 80 times that day. Yeah, hopefully you've got a dual threat quarterback who can also run a little bit, keep the ball and read option. Like me, back in my day when, if I would have played football. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't play football. I didn't play football, but if I would have. doesn't matter, you've got the NBA draft, like a, you've got the NBA draft thing going on, so it doesn't really matter. I would have been like Russell Wilson out there, but a taller Russell Wilson. You would have been better than Russell Wilson? I didn't say better, I said I would have been liked Russell Wilson. But do you think you would have been better? If I would have stuck with football and just played football, yeah. If you would have stuck with football, but you never did. You never I did. played a little flag football back in my day. What, what age was this at? Yeah, like, between like 10 and 12, you know? Just a little flag football. Oh, and were you Over good? there in Pleasanton? Yeah, was, of course I was good. I've never played a sport I wasn't good at. Hockey? Never played it, we gotta, so. We gotta, I never played it. Oh, so. oh, I feel like you should play hockey. Uh, I can't skate, that. so. Well, you need to learn how to skate. I mean, I know how to. Uh, I'm not very good at it, though. Well, practice makes perfect. I'd probably right? get a concussion from falling on the ice too much. That, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah, hockey is not for you. Nope. But, you know, maybe the Sharks could use you because of all the disappointment we've had with them in the playoffs yeah. these last 20-plus years. Can't get any worse than they were last year. Yeah, you could have been the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> you had, what, 30 points to finish that season? Something, something, like something that. terrible. But back to high school football, another guy <laughs> that we've really raved about this offseason – Rancho Cotate, senior linebacker Mihalos Santorinios. His sixth offer just came in from Pacific Lutheran. Man, he's good too. If you want, he, these 2019 stats are absolutely ridiculous. 237 tackles. Oh wait, hold on. How many games do they did they play last year? They went to a state championship. Okay. It doesn't matter. That's insane. 237, and then he had six fumble recoveries and four sacks. What? Like, is that... Are you sure that's not a typo? No, that, that's you, real. I know you have some typos in the story no, no, sometimes, that, so I, no, I want to make real. sure. It's real. It's not 137 tackles? 
it's actually 2,237 tacos. <laughs> that that makes more sense. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it really does? But 237 tackles is sick. Uh, that's just. Insane. I don't. I don't even know a, a right way to describe that. There's a reason why he's got six offers now from Pacific Lutheran, Colby, Pacific, Puget Sound, Rose Hillman, Whittier. It's about time a Division One school offers him. I mean, he's doing this. I don't know what people are missing on this guy. Whatever you're doing, if you haven't offered him yet, offer. Yeah, I, I just really don't know what you're thinking. What if what you're looking for? Maybe you're not looking for the right guys. Because he is the right guy that you're going to want. If you need a linebacker, and even if you don't need a linebacker, you should take a look at this guy because he'll give you about 240 tackles. And then another guy that also actually just got his first offer here this past week. He got two of them, his first two, both from Mountain West schools, from Benicia, Miles Bailey. Big week here for him after pretty impressive season he had as a youngster at the varsity level last season. Yeah, Fresno State, San Jose State became his first offers this week. Those are pretty good uh, two first offers right there. Um, both Fresno State, one of my favorite programs. You know, Derek Carr, the Carr brothers, always over there. Um, it's right next to the Doghouse, which I'll give them a shout out. I don't we even had that, care. We had that twice at National Preps weekend. We did. That's the greatest tri-tip sandwiches. Also, I've been craving chicken strips. God, those sound so good. We were right talking now. about chicken strips all last night too. I was. Um, because they sound really good right now, and I haven't had them in a while. And but you still what, owe me I mean, wings. I mean, but, but but what's a while for you with chicken strips? Like 12 hours? <laughs> it's been... God, so I can't even remember how long it's been. Um, oh, 48 hours. No, nah, it's been like a cool week. Giles won't like that, my diet, so chicken strips. He always says, eat something good, and, and it never really it Chicken never really strips happens. are always on your mind. Yeah. I'm in love with chicken strips, man. I was always told, my dad told me when I was a kid that I was going to grow feathers because I had too many chicken strips. Where are the feathers? Uh, they're not growing, so apparently I haven't had enough yet. So I'm going to keep going. So I think you got to have chicken strips twice a day. Then feathers will come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yes. then, and that, that's, the, that's the diet you need to stop an Austin Flax. I don't know. Maybe I should go to the Hot Cheetos diet. And never have fruit. Never No fruit. I think you're good at that point. Chicken strips and hot Cheetos. What's what's bad about that? I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't either, actually. But anyways, Fresno State, San Jose State, <laughs> Miles Bailey, defensive end and tight end from Benicia. Two pretty good offers. Yeah, he did. And Cam and Benicia did really well last year. 10-2 and two record. He had 30 tackles in that season. Another guy that got his first offer next to him, Marin Catholic lineman Dawson Brown. College of Idaho was his first offer. And like Miles Bailey, good season last year. He and Marin Catholic won a league title, runners-up in the NCS because they lost to Cardinal Newman, who we just talked about a few minutes ago. Pretty good, pretty good resumes for these two. You see why offers are coming in. Then yes. the last guy that got an offer from Los Lomas, another offensive lineman, Mason Reese. Lincoln became his second offer last week, joining Southern Oregon, and he's a guy that's done really good things there out in Walnut Creek. He has. Um, another guy with two offers. First team all league last season, obviously had a good season. Uh, if you're first team in your whole league, then that speaks for itself. And, man, there's just so much talent out here. It's been amazing as I've started to learn more and more names um, as as we go along in this West Coast Preps journey. There's so much talent out here. How are these kids so under-recruited? That, that's, that's what baffles me. 
Now, how many of these guys make the exclusive speed top 45 list powered by West Coast Preps, which comes out next week, by the way. Y'all stay tuned for that, numbers 45 through 45. Well, I, I can tell you how many people are going to make that list, actually. 45. It's, it's in the name, Chris. Come that, on. I mean, that's incredible math. I mean, but we need, we need people to make predictions of who's going to be in there, though. Let's do it. Let's get drop your comments, comment on Twitter. Who is your top 45 list? This will be a fun one, guys. Y'all need to stay tuned for this next week for that top 45 drop. And like I said, numbers 45 through 41. We're going to do five each week up until practice pretty much starts. We're going to end this thing in December with numbers five through one. Also, just beware that some guys have opted out. So just beware of guys that have opted out because they are going to enroll early at college due to the season being pushed back to the sprint in high school. Yes. Now they can go to their universities and get that extra time. As a lot of guys usually do when they enroll early nowadays that semester starting in January so beware of that stuff our cutoff date for that is January for I mean October 15th because we can't make a list start that then just automatically change things and also beware it's exclusively a Bay Area list we have the Bay Area census on there in our press release on our website be sure to check that out to see which cities counties schools are eligible for that list just in case you're wondering where are you guys but they're not at a Bay Area city on that census yeah, this is going to be fun, and I, I hope this stirs up some conversation. It's all good, fun conversation, and I'm excited to compare this list with the postseason list that will come out after this year, and just to see what guys really jumped up, what guys didn't make the cut, and are going to be in the top 45. This, it's going to be a lot of fun to start talking about this thing. And this was a hard list to make, so oh. I know when we were speaking about this, compiling this list, it took hours, people, it to did. make sure you do it right. And hey, if you think you've been stubbed from the preseason top 45, go make the postseason top 45 list. And when you go make the postseason top 45, take a photo with me. Say you're wrong. Yeah. but Tag freezing cold takes. Yeah. Whatever. Tag us. Have some fun with it. This is all all fun and games. If if you do really well this season, we will recognize you in some form or fashion. I can guarantee that. But now, Greg, I think... You wanted to go back into your little rant about the NBA. I think we were kind of starting off on that. And we wanted to kind of is it about back the into NBA this. or is it about Kevin Durant the snake? Kevin well, Durant won you two titles. Out you here won me two area. titles. Steph could have won me two more titles by himself too. I mean, it, he could have won me a title last year basically without KD, other than what eleven minutes he played in the finals, right? It was a pretty good few minutes when he came. It was a great was few fun. minutes. I trust. I love KD. I, there's nothing wrong with KD. He's just, he's kind of a snake, and I hope he, you know, figures it out. And he's not going to win in Brooklyn. That's a GMT guarantee. They're not going to win in Brooklyn um, because the Warriors are winning in 2021 with Andrew Wiggins. Maybe not Andrew Wiggins. Might be Giannis. Not sure yet. But I don't have a rant actually. I just Kevin Durant. I hope he. I hope he finds happiness. Me too. I honestly, I want that guy to be happy because it just seems like a lot of the times he gets upset about what people say on Twitter. It's also people do not care what people say on Twitter. It doesn't matter if they're only saying this stuff on Twitter. They're scared. They're hiding behind a keyboard with their frog emoji <laughs> profile pictures or whatever the heck these people use. Well, it used to be the egg, right? What? When yeah, the egg. It. I don't know what people <laughs> do now. I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, Twitter. It's an amazing thing, and you can do a lot of amazing things with Twitter, but it is a toxic thing to be on sometimes. So make sure you take that time to just give yourself a couple days of break from Twitter because everyone needs it. 
unfortunately we do not get that luxury Chris because we're here reporting on all the kids which is very joyful and I'm very appreciative of all of our supporters and fans which and has been a big first couple months for us too follower wise we're at well over 2,000 followers on our social media platforms well more than we thought we would have through our first couple months we're so very, it's been incredible very grateful it's, yeah it's been a very good first few months for us especially in the middle of a pandemic yes and I can't wait for games. We have so much stuff in store for you guys when it comes oh, yeah, to games. Oh, yeah, you've only seen about 20% of what we've got. Yeah. That, the, that's, that's all I can say. This is going to be insane next Monday, too. Be on the lookout next Monday. I know. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun, people. I, and please have conversations. Have the friendly debates. Don't go overboard with the debate, but have those friendly debates because this is going to be a fun list. Yeah. And like Chris said, it took hours, and we think we came up with the best 45 football yeah. players. And what the list also compiles, stars really don't matter. Okay, We're not a recruiting service. West Coast Preps is not a recruiting service. What have you done? What's your accomplishment? What's your resume like in high school? What have you? I know not everybody's also performed this offseason in showcases, camps, but also some guys have really boosted their profiles this offseason, as we've seen. So it's the, it's the whole entire package of what you've got, not just the stars. It's not just stars. It's not just are you a four star, three star, whatever it is. Now, so what have it's you not, done for me? Yeah, what it's have all you about, done? Yeah, it's all about production. And I don't care what where you played. If you're playing Division Seven high school football, Division One, have you done well? Yeah. What's that resume looking like? So everybody's eligible for it. I don't care if you played at the school with hundred kids. If you did really well, you might see your name on this list, the top forty-five. Be on the lookout. We've got some fun ones on this list, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to roll this thing out here in a week, so everybody stay tuned for that. On our social media platforms, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page here and check out all of our podcasts. We've had some fun ones recently. We've got some fun ones coming up with some fun guests here. Because our next one has Bishop Odad football coach David Perry, the first-year head coach there. This guy, when he talks about... Team, right? They're a sleeper team? Yes, Bishop Odad is a sleeper team. He's a fun guy. He, when he, The way he talks about offense, he gets that John Gruden look on his face. Him with tight ends. Reminds me of myself because I love tight ends. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. there's just something about the tight end spot I just love. See, I like the wideouts, the, the drama, the the Odell Beckham, you know, marrying the, the gold net, and Terrell Owens, Antonio Brown. That's what I like. Don't burn your feet. Oh, also, I like Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. Actually, sorry. No, he, not, he's still the greatest quarterback of all time. The second greatest quarterback, though, is Mr. Superman himself, Wakanda Forever, Cam Newton. Yeah, that wraps it up for this <laughs> podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Check out all of these podcasts we've had, all these ones we've got coming up. Follow us on social media at West Coast Preps underscore, and follow our work at westcoastpreps.com. Smash the like button. I'm gone, yeah.